You're listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. This is Lee, and you're listening to a Chirp Radio artist interview. Today I'm on the line with Alex Edkins, singer and guitarist of Iowa punk band Mets. Alex, thanks for joining us today, buddy. Hey, my pleasure. Mets, uh, a band that has been around quite a little bit now. I mean, you guys have been putting out music since 2008. You know, as your guys' albums releases, you know, have progressed, uh, you know, it kind of appears that the band is playing with more of a, uh, a post-punk sound these days while still retaining that noise edge. Your guys' latest record, Atlas Vending, it's received a lot of universal acclaim. Or how much do you think the band's creative approach has changed, if any, from the time of that self-titled to when you guys were going into the studio for Atlas? The way we write has changed quite a bit. Um... I think if you compare that first self-titled record with Atlas Fending, there's some pretty noticeable changes to the sound, to the production. And I think a lot of that comes from just our process evolving over the years. Like you said, I, I, I kind of think of it as being a functioning working band for roughly 10, 11 years. People change, uh, relationships change, and the way you work changes. So, you know, where we used to jump in the room and crank up the amps and sort of see what happened, it's 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 refined itself. And I think that's allowed for the music to change, really. I do a lot of writing by myself now, demoing with drum machines and, and whatnot. Well, then we bring it together and we flesh it out uh, as a band so that's maybe the the biggest change as far as our process i think correct me if i'm wrong here but a couple of you guys in the band your father's now your parents so i mean did you think bringing in life into the uh you know into the world do you think that's changed the way you uh, again you look at the songwriting oh for sure i mean i don't think anyone can you know not have their their world flipped upside down once they've experienced that you know it's a it's a huge deal it was for for me i know it was for chris yeah you just see the world differently and that always seeps into the writing i also think that it sort of makes you focus make sure you're using your time wisely when we're out touring we want we want the shows to be great if we're writing we want it to be the best thing we can make because you know it's time away from our families and so that hits home pretty hard you you go like let's not waste our time here let's make it count and i mean it certainly has influenced some lyrics uh, throughout the new record like for instance no ceiling and things like that are pretty specific to it but more than anything i think it's made us just kind of super focus and take our time together seriously so that we have more time with our families as well you know what i mean Speaking of creative processes here, you guys uh, have worked on Strange Piece here with uh, Chicago's own lovable curmudgeon, Steve Albini. Tell us about that experience. Uh, was there any you know, takeaways or wisdom, maybe good or bad, that the band maybe still employs today? Or Yeah, I have a lot of respect for his process, and that's really what it is. It's He's like, don't overthink it, don't sort of nitpick, just get to it and capture the, the band in a live setting in the room. And we'd always tried to have a bit of that feel, you know, we want it to feel energetic and not too restrained but working with steve was a brand new thing and we really made sure that we we're going in there really well rehearsed more so than ever i think and committed to his approach kind of goes against our personalities to do that we're overthinkers we're you know wanting to layer tracks and do this and that and and he was just like the opposite and the 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 end product is something that we're really proud of it's it's certainly a more stripped production i think and that's a lot to do with steve 
I do want to talk about your guys' latest project here, the Live from the Opera House album. This was initially a live stream. It's since seen a full album release and then a concert film release as well. How'd the pandemic shape this Live from the Opera House release? Oh, I mean, oh, it shaped it 100%. Uh, <laughs> it was is n- nothing we ever dreamt of doing. The idea of a live record, sure, but the idea of a live record where there's no crowd is just absurd. We did it in an attempt to stay focused and also to just connect with the fans and, you know, people who care about this band because we were feeling so isolated. I think everyone was so isolated from each other. So we said, well, it's better than nothing. You know, let's play the new record. And because we were so proud of the new record and it felt like we had released it into a void and we didn't know when or if we would be able to tour it and bring it to the people. So it was for a couple of reasons. We were like, well, we want to stay sharp and play those songs. And and we, of course, enjoy that. And then uh, two, just for people to hear it in a live context. And of course, it's not, it doesn't have that same sort of recklessness because there isn't that kinetic energy happening, you know, when there's, when the, when there's a crowd. It is something we, we are really happy with and something that I think surprised all of us. Aside from the live release, what have you and the band been doing to stay busy, I guess? I mean, music or otherwise. For the longest time... We weren't able to get together due to lockdown restrictions. But, you know, we've been busy with Mets music as much as possible. I've been doing some film and TV stuff, too, as far as like music for, for those type of things. So that's been fortunate to stay busy as a way to stay sane as well, just going into the space by myself and, and, and trying to make whatever music came out. So it always comes down to music, books and records and stuff, just trying to create things. I'm glad you, you touched on some of the scoring stuff there, too. You guys, as in, you know, the band Mets here, you guys were featured on this little project back in 2013 called Grand Theft Auto V. You had some music production credits on the game, too. Now in the project, you guys collaborated with uh, Tangerine Dream on scoring a couple of the Trevor missions. Is that correct? Yeah. It, uh, sadly, it wasn't a collaboration with Tangerine Dream. That would be unbelievable. We were one of the few, like a handful of people who were asked to actually create original music for the characters. And that was something at the time we had never done. And it was daunting. It was a challenge and something we're, we're really glad we did. But at the time, I think we committed to it without really knowing what was involved. And uh, it ended up taking a lot of work and a big chunk of our time during the time when we were endlessly on the road. So it was was pretty crazy, but something we're proud of. Uh, You know, with your music pairing for a certain character, uh, for any folks listening, you know, at home, uh, this character in particular, uh, Trevor, pretty, uh, pretty wacky, crazy, lack of a better term, psycho. You know, anybody who's been to a Met show can easily say, hey, it got it got a little psychotic there as well, but in a great way and not not in a, not in a Trevor way, but in a fun way. Um, yeah, I don't play those. I'd never played the game, but from what we were briefed, it was like he's a meth head and sort of like, oh, perfect. We can do that. <laughs> You guys are about to embark here on a uh, on a North American and European tour. I can imagine the the feeling is palpable to get back out on the road. You guys nervous, excited, maybe both? Yeah, definitely both. Tons of excitement. It's been almost two years of sort of waiting for this opportunity, and with that comes a lot of brand new obstacles as far as you know. Well, I don't think it even needs to be said, but just with the pandemic and border crossings and testing and. Uh, 
you know, the venues having really strict policies in order for all this to happen. It's just a brand new world for us. So as much as we're incredibly excited, it also comes with a lot of new stress. I'm not going to really believe it until we're up there on the stage, really, to be honest. It just seems... It seems crazy, but very much looking forward to it. Come December 15th when you guys are here in Chicago at Metro, first beer's on me. Uh, <laughs> right on. But yeah, no, I mean, hey, I mean, as you mentioned there, you know, it comes with a lot more stress, new responsibilities, new tasks at hand. Best of luck to yourself and the band in the upcoming tour. Thank and you. And then follow Mets on Twitter at Mets the Band or on Instagram at Mets underscore the band. And then don't forget to follow Chirp on Twitter and Instagram at Chirp Radio. I'm Lee, and you're listening to a Chirp Radio Artist interview. This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.